Like if we're going to put our heart and soul into a product or service, let's make it significant in people's lives because it's going to be that much more significant to them to go through it, to learn from it and to get the results, which is in turn going to make, you know, your coaching program that much more powerful because you're getting those testimonials. You're seeing people actually do the work. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the podcast. So I'm super excited for today's episode because we're talking about rewiring your subconscious mind. Really, this could be the conversation that we had on every episode and it would be perfect. It is so juicy. Reese Evans is joining me today and this conversation is just going to bless your soul. So I'm so excited. I'm also really excited to let you know about something else. Can we get a drum roll, please? My mastermind is now open for application. So the January 2023 mastermind, it's going to be gorgeous. I don't even really have the words to describe how transformative this current mastermind has been the event that we did last week at Hotel Bel Air was like time travel. The women who have been in this mastermind are having the most incredible breakthroughs and they are allowing in pure magic, their careers and the ways in which they are allowing abundance to be part of their daily life is phenomenal. And I can't wait to have some of them on the show to tell you some of these incredible ways in which their lives have changed. If you want to book a one-on-one call with me, this is your chance. We open this up once a year. And when you apply for the mastermind, you get a chance to book a one-on-one call with me. So we can talk about what are your goals, what are your dreams for the next year, and we can discuss if this mastermind is indeed the right fit. If you want to apply for the mastermind and be able to book yourself a one-on-one call, you can go to kathyheller.com slash mastermind. And I will be choosing about 20 of you to get calls going ASAP. And the rest of you, we will book in those calls as soon as we can schedule them. But if you'd like to be one of the first 20 to get a free call and these calls are on Zoom, they're a fantastic way for us to really take a look at where you are and where you want to be and what is really the next right move for you. So you can go to kathyheller.com slash mastermind to apply and be able to book yourself a call. So there you go. 
And I just want to put this out there that no matter where you are, whether you're just starting your business or whether you have been in business for a while and you are now into the multi six figures or you're into the seven figures, you should reach out because we have two different tiers going on. We have a platinum tier as well as a gold tier. And so depending on where you are, this really is going to be a place where you will find your people and you will find your fit and we are going to be curating a space for you. So if you are between zero and 500,000 or you are over 500,000, please reach out and apply for the mastermind or you can DM me on Instagram for more details because we are curating two beautiful spaces so that you will find your people and have the container for your maximum amount of growth in 2023. We're doing all the things (laughs) so beyond words. Last week for our mastermind girls, not only did we have three days at Hotel Bel Air, but Terry Cole came in to speak. Julie Solomon came in to speak. We had Veronica Beard close down their store in the Pacific Palisades, do wine and champagne. And the girls got not only a private access party to Veronica Beard, we would close down the store just for the girls in the mastermind, but they also got 15% off everything in the store. It was pretty beautiful and they were experiencing like their best life. So if you want to be in on all of the things that are coming, go to kathyheller.com slash mastermind and you can apply. We'll put you in the best place possible. And not only that, you can get yourself booked on a one-on-one call. Okay. So today's episode is just amazing. Reese Evans is here. She is a mindset and abundance coach and the creator of the Yes Supply Method, which has helped thousands and thousands of people create massive positive impact, release what's holding them back and create quantum leaps in their lives. All of her work revolves around teaching the world the power of the subconscious mind, energetics and universal laws to create the life you're truly meant to live. What's so cool is that she explores how both the scientific and spiritual worlds collide and she explains these concepts in a way that makes it easy to understand how how our minds work. Not only is Reese brilliant, but she has pure energy and vibration and the work she's doing is so important because as you're going to hear her talk about in this conversation, if we don't learn how to reprogram our subconscious mind, we won't be able to actually attract what we want. We're going to always have that block holding us back, that static running in the background. So it is imperative that we understand and we do the work to change it. You should definitely take notes because there's so much good stuff to share here. Without further ado, please welcome the one and only Reese Evans. I want to hand it over to you and I want to hear before we even get into all the things that you love to teach, what happened along the way on your journey that made this become your mission that you wanted to teach people all the ways that they can say yes to their life and allow so much good fortune in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a good question. As you're speaking, I'm also having so many things coming through to me. So how you're talking about radio signals and and all of these different signals that we just can't see, but they're there. There's a spiritual teacher I love. He unfortunately passed away a while back, but his name is Stuart Wilde. And he talks about how there's actually so much money, like yes, salsa music, yes, pop, but there's also so much money being transferred. Think about the bank that's down the street and the other one that's, that's over there billions of dollars are passing through you and me right now. So imagine we could just go like that and, <laughs> and grab some, right? Good point, Reese. Really? Right? Good. Like just salsa music is great, but I'd love to just go like this and just take a big <laughs> pile of money. But yes, what led me to this mission of helping people say yes to themselves? So the aha moment for me was actually when I was working at a retail job 
and it was a job that I did not love. I was often crying as I was getting ready for work on my way to work because I just felt like something was off. I wasn't doing what I was meant to do, even though I didn't know what that was. And I was surrounded by all of these talented people, people who would say things like, I want to be an artist, but I can never do that. I want to be this, but I can never do that. And I remember seeing this potential in them and literally wanting to shape them and being like, of course you can do it. Of course you can be an artist. Of course you can be a fashion designer. Of course Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so often when we're wanting to shake other people to help them see their potential, we're actually projecting that from us. Like we also need to kind of shake ourselves and see our own potential. So I realized, you know, if they stopped saying no to themselves, where could they make it in life? And then I realized "Hmm, I'm also working at this job I don't love. What if I stopped saying no to myself how much could my life change? And so I started to just start this little mind experiment. If I just started saying yes to myself and opening up opportunities, how could my life change? And I started to see little manifestations happen. So for example, I moved from the retail job that I didn't love to a tech job that I actually did love. Just little opportunities started to open up. And that's where I got the idea to start Yes Apply, which is was very different than it is now. I actually started by interviewing people who had found their passion and turned it into a business. And back then I didn't have really any money. So I was filming it on my iPhone at the time. And it's so interesting because right now I'm sitting in my studio that I purchased a, a almost million dollar commercial property that I obviously mortgaged, but that I purchased with like $5,000 camera sitting right there. And it's just so interesting how much things can change when we say yes to ourselves. So it started like that. I started to get more interested in mindset work to the point that I started teaching all of these mindset modalities. And then here we are today, have helped thousands of people and certified so many people. Reese, I just want to give you this compliment. Your energy is so delightful, yummy, rich, beautiful. And really it's your residence that by being in your residence, people can start to feel into more of what's possible, right? More of what's actually inside of them. And so I just want to mirror that for you. Oh, thank you. It's like really the most fun conversation. And I just wanted to say a couple things and then I want to extrapolate more on your journey. And you know, when you said saying yes to yourself, I feel like we just don't realize what that means ourself, you know, like really and truly, right? Everything is energy. Everything is intergalactic space. Like the the idea that something is physical is a lie. There, It's all energy, right? And so this idea, it's like when people say you don't get what you want, you get what you are. Mm-hmm. guess what? You are infinite, abundant energy. Mm-hmm. And part of what has helped me in the last few years as I've continued to seek more expansion is the idea of being nobody, not being a body, not being a somebody, not being so married to the ego suit of like, this is the somebody that I am. Because when you're nobody, you're not a body, you're not your story, right? You're who you really are, which is this boundless, infinite consciousness, this unity consciousness, this, this, there's like this, this infinite light that is like directly an extension of the source of all energy. And you and I are connected in that. And then 
you like ring this bell, you play this music from that place, from that level of resonance, not from the story of who you are, who you're not. That's all ego, right? But when you're really who you are and you say yes to that, it's amazing because already you get the result you're looking for because mm. that is indeed the feeling of that. The feeling of being whole and connected to the infinite is what you're always looking for. And then when you feel that way, you have it all. And then by having it all, you just attract, you connect, you, you're a magnet for every possibility. Absolutely. So let's keep talking about your journey. So you move from a job you don't like in retail into a job you do like in the tech world. Mm. You you get clearer and clearer, like you're turning this kaleidoscope, moving closer to the real feeling of like full wholeness, full awareness. And then your life starts to manifest off the chart. And you're like, what is happening? Play the montage for us of those scenes so we can hear what was happening in your beliefs, in your subconscious, in your mind, and also what was happening in the 3D. Like play the tape, show us the montage of what started to happen in your life. So like you were saying, you know, we're, we're all part of one and we're all part of all that is. And so at that point when I decided to say yes to myself, I don't know if it was consciously or, or unconsciously, but I just said, I'm going to let my wants guide me. And so at that point, I didn't know a hundred percent what I wanted. We hear that all the time. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want, but I had little kind of inklings, right? So I was like, okay, I think I want to work at a job that's fun and I can wear whatever I want. And I kind of like computers and the internet and that type of thing. So maybe I can do something along there. I want to have like more freedom in my schedule. I want to be passionate about what I do. So I just had this kind of loose idea. And what I did know, we know this in business, and I also knew this as a potential employee, is that if I want to get a certain job, I need to be able to add value. I don't know how I knew that, but I just knew I needed to be able to add value to them. If I just say, hey, I just want a job here, and I don't have a, a degree or anything like that, but just pay me money, I knew the answer was going to be no. So what I started to do was after my retail job, I took some college classes at a college that was down the street from the mall. It's called OCAD, Ontario College of Art and Design. And I took some classes around digital media, digital marketing skills, because I was like, I need to be able to add value to them because all I have is retail and hospitality experience. So how am I ever going to get a job? So it's like a lot of cause and effect, right? I needed to put the energy out in order to get it back. And so I started taking these digital classes here and there. Like I think it was a couple times a week. I really loved them. And you know, what's so funny for this specific job, somebody actually reached out to me on LinkedIn. So I, I stepped up into that energy, into having those skills. And then the opportunity came to me. So somebody who worked at that job said, Hey, I just happened to come across you on LinkedIn. You have a, a combination of retail experience and some digital experience. Maybe you would be interested in this job. And I knew it was way outside of like my league and way outside of my experience. But when I saw their page, I was like, this is what I've been asking for. That's where I want to work. And it's so funny because I actually had multiple interviews. So I would have an interview. I wouldn't hear back. And I'd say, damn it, I didn't get it. And then I'd say, no, I got to say yes to myself. So I would follow up 
And they'd be like, oh yeah, you again, we loved you. Let's do a second interview. That happened again, didn't hear anything. Oh, I guess I didn't get it. You know what? Say yes to myself, let me follow up. And the whole process, I think it must have taken probably six months of me following up. And I think they were just really busy and overwhelmed because it was a busy startup, but I eventually got the job. And it's so funny because I also remember saying to myself about the retail job, I said, I'm not going to work here past August because I'm going to go crazy. So I'm either going to be jobless or something's got to happen because I'm not working here past August. And that's exactly when I handed in my resignation. So, you know, you don't just have to be an entrepreneur to manifest. You can manifest as someone with a job, as a stay-at-home mom uh, or stay-at-home partner, as whatever it is that you want. By the way, that's such a good point because sometimes people think that in order to like manifest things, you need to be, you have to be an entrepreneur. It can't yeah. be like the system of like enjoying like working with an organization, a company. Absolutely. It's like, it really is the art of allowing things into your experience and saying yes to yourself means you stop resisting because you have 70,000 approximate thoughts a day, right? And if your subconscious mind is working against you, then the energy you will be emitting will be static. So even if your conscious mind says, I want to have that house, I want to have that promotion, I want to, if your subconscious is saying, for some reason, I don't feel worthy or that feels scary or you're working against yourself and you can do it in any aspect of your life. Totally. So you wound up having this experience and then you wind up building your own platform and you wind up having this, this mission and the, this message. You said a little bit about that. Take us back. You said I was interviewing people and then you said things switched. What did it begin as and what was that switch? Yeah, it was video interviews. And so essentially, I just found people that I knew or friends of friends that had found their passion and turned it into a business. Because I had a little bit of background in fashion, I interviewed like a stylist, some girls who had started a fashion store, you know, but makeup artists, a bunch of different things, because I was like, you can do what you love and make money off of it. Like that sounds like not even working right and so it started like that just literally taking videos and posting them on my blog and what I started to see were some patterns to success because a lot of the time and what I used to think was there's like a secret bible to success but other people get to have it and of course I don't get to have it because I'm not deserving and I don't know anything about that world other people have it What I started to find when I interviewed people was that there was no secret Bible to success. It was a lot of failure and just getting back up. It was a lot of being able or being willing to figure things out as you go. It was a lot of wanting to solve a really big problem. And, you know, I used to think and have that idea of like rich people are bad or greedy or whatever. Actually, the most successful business owners, they really want to serve. They really want to solve a problem. They really want to help others. And so as I was just being surrounded by these people and integrated into this world, I had things to say. I had perspectives. I had stories. And so I just started to share either on my blog or on Instagram. And what happened was I just started to grow an Instagram community where people were reaching out saying like, this post that you posted, it inspired me, inspired me to 
quit a job I didn't like or to leave an abusive relationship or to go back to my art or whatever it was. And so I realized I have a duty to actually try to do this full time, right? Because at the time it was just a creative outlet because I was like, if I can help this many people just a few hours after work and typing things up on my lunch break or coffee breaks, imagine how many people I could help if I could do it 40 hours a week or more, right? And so that's when I decided, okay, I need to monetize this platform. And I had no idea about monetization. So I was like Googling and YouTubing and trying a bunch of things. And my first monetary product was actually a social media calendar because a lot of people are asking me about social media. So create a social media calendar. Morning rituals had changed my life. So one of my next products was me sharing my morning rituals in a daily email subscription. That subscription turned into a membership site. A lot of people were asking me how I started my membership site. So then I started coaching and then coaching turned into, okay, there's got to be more to coaching than just telling people what I did. I was like, there needs to be like a way that I can help them be empowered, not just trying to copy and paste my success, but be empowered from their own heart, their own purpose, their own soul, because I knew that that was where the real success was going to come from, not just copying what I did. And that's when I started to get really interested in the subconscious mind and started to get certified in different modalities. And then after a while, people were asking me about the modalities and the coaching techniques that I did. And that's when I launched my own coaching certification. I mean, literally, you're one of the hardest people to interview. And this is a compliment. I, and I, I've interviewed over 700 people. You know why? I want to nine things that you just said. It's like playing chess with a great chess player. And you're like, I'm becoming better at chess by playing chess with you. So I love you so much. So let me like see if I can dive into all the things. Number one, in no particular order. Yeah. It's obvious that you have done work on your subconscious mind and you're mm-hmm. so good at helping other people reprogram that. Because one thing that you just said, which was so powerful, is I used to think that people with money were greedy. Mm-hmm. I actually saw the evidence that the people who were successful actually wanted to help do good in the world and mentor people. Why that's so important, oh my God, is because when we are bought in to the illusion of the separation, like what's hers is hers, that she just has nothing to do with her neighbor down the street. We're not connected, which is totally an illusion, right? If I paint my house and my house goes up in value, so does my neighbor's house, right? Mm -hmm. We're all connected. There is no wave that's separate from another wave. Every wave is connected and every wave is connected to the ocean. But when people are plugged into separation, then they go into scarcity, that there's not enough. And so if somebody has a lot, that must make them greedy because that's showing me they're keeping me apart from having it because they have. When really Deepak Chopra said to me, every acorn is the promise of thousands of forests. And if you plant a cherry tree in your yard, you just gave birth to more cherry trees. You just create more abundance. Abundance is the law of the universe. And every person can connect to who they really are, which is this infinite stream, which means then you're a magnet for all that you already are, which is infinite. So that is so powerful because watch how you said that. And then you literally talked through that I monetize this, that I monetize that. So I want to say about that, and then I'm going to hand this back to you, and then I'm going to hold on to the other things you said. Because all... because you changed your story, your beliefs around money, you allowed it in easily. Yeah. And 
part of that, I mean, how many people have tried to monetize a social media calendar? How many people have tried to monetize any of the things that you said that you monetize? Mm -hmm. The reason it works is because your energy, right? The resonance of you is powerful that people are like, this is clean. This is clean, beautiful energy. I, I know I could buy this from anyone, but I want to buy it from her. Mm -hmm. So how can you help people who are listening right now to make that shift, to understand what's possible in the fact that they can monetize their gifts, that they can start just allowing money. Like you said, it's, there's music passing overhead, sound waves. There's also all the vibration, all the currency that is flowing, that is changing hands, that is being deposited, that is being exchanged. How can people, A, see that possibility and start to monetize things in their own life and let it in with ease? Mm-hmm. What a good question. And I think a big thing is going back to that serving. Or like you said, if I plant one cherry tree, I've planted a bunch of them because it's going to grow. So the things that come easy to us, even though a lot of times we take it for granted, it can be very challenging to another person. So for example, I have a friend who's great at networking and connecting people. She just thought it was a normal skill, but then she actually ended up turning that into a networking and event planning business. So for me, I would always see the positive in other people. And oftentimes, even before I was coaching, you know, if somebody had a challenge, instead of being like the center of attention at the party, I'd be off in a corner sitting on the couch and be talking to me like, you can do this, you can do that. And it just came naturally to me and it didn't come as naturally to other people. And so why that's important for us to monetize is because if you take the thing that comes naturally to you and then you help other people with it, you're giving them a huge gift. You're giving them a huge gift that can absolutely change their life, make their life easier, make them have what they want, get what they want. You've created what they want, whatever, whatever it is. And a big reason why you need to monetize that is because let's be just honest people. We live in a world that's based on money, right? Like if you're homeless, you're not going to be able to help anyone or like the position I was in. If I was working, you know, 50 hours a week at my retail job and only had a little bit of time or at my tech job and only had a little bit of time to help people, I can only help this much. But when I have all the time because my bills are paid and everything like that, I can help that many more people. So it's important for us to monetize because that will actually give us space to be able to do it, to be able to innovate, to be able to hire a team that can support us in growing it, to be able to market it. And one of the big things too, like in my in my certification is we've been able to innovate on the science. A neuropsychologist that's supporting us and making everything evidence-based. I wouldn't be able to do that if this was just my side hustle. So think about what can you monetize that's your skill and then how can you even improve upon it and make it better in the future because you now have the monetary resources to do that. Oh my gosh. Again, so good. One of the things that you're saying so clearly with such a clean Wi-Fi signal that you're saying this through you is if you can do something easily, you're going to help someone else. Mm -hmm. Like when Daniel Pink said to me, if you can create software that would save someone time or if you can make coffee that actually is better for people because it's organic, or you can paint a, a picture that's so beautiful that it brings people just so much peace having it in their living room. He said, you have a moral obligation because you're put in this world to serve. And if there's something that you have, 
then you have to give that away. You, you have to. And I love that idea. I also want to say something that people don't ever think about. And I want to just say it out loud. If you really believe in what's possible for people and you really believe in abundance being the way the universe is literally made, then why would you not charge? Because if you would not charge, then you'd be saying to yourself, oh, I would charge you, but I don't believe you could ever access any money. I don't believe you could ever be a magnet for creativity, for exchanging your gifts. Or I don't believe that at all. Mm-hmm. I believe you have nothing that will ever give you a conduit to who you really are, which is the fullness of your own infinite expression. So mm-hmm. I would charge you because by charging you, I would just take from you because you have nothing. It's like, wait, yeah. I even everyone's abundance. And because of that, when somebody spends money, they honor the experience in a different way. I paid for my own college because my parents had gotten divorced. And I'm not saying poor me. I'm just saying it was actually good for me. I worked three jobs. So I got straight A's. Yeah, you valued it. I was in high school. I barely graduated from high school. I got C's because I didn't invest myself in it. There were no sunk costs. Mm -hmm. So there's something that's a gift for someone else. When you invest, if you buy the social media calendar, maybe you'll actually be uncomfortable enough to say, well, I spent $29 or 40, whatever it was, I'm actually going to use it because otherwise I just wasted money. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's really important what you're saying. And, And it's so cool. The last thing you just said about the evidence that you're able to spend money to cultivate research on the power of the subconscious and how we can mm-hmm. from our mind. Let's dive into that. As you were talking about that aspect of significance too, I had such a similar experience because like I said, one of my first products was a membership site and I had so much great content in that membership site that helped people. And then one of my next products was a group coaching program. And so the membership site was about $33 a month and the coaching program was $2,000. So when I launched the coaching program, people were saying, oh my God, module one was so amazing. I just rewatched it so many times and I got so much value out of it. And I was thinking to myself, hmm, I haven't heard people from my membership site saying that they rewatched it over and over again, but I know the content in the membership site is amazing. And it's not necessarily because that one module was so much better than everything in the membership site. It's because people had invested $2,000. So they were more invested in the outcome of the content rather than just investing $33. And that taught me a really powerful lesson on significance. Like if we're going to put our heart and soul into a product or service, let's make it significant in people's lives because it's going to be that much more significant to them to go through it, to learn from it and to get the results, which is in turn going to make, you know, your coaching program that much more powerful because you're getting those testimonials. You're seeing people actually do the work. Oh my goodness. That is so true. And for those people who are listening, who want a yes. And cause Reese is all about saying yes and saying yes everywhere. We both put out free content. Like yeah. about at least two podcasts a week, if not three, there you have it. Right. And even with that, it's the people who then take the next step and invest themselves in one of my programs. They're like, 
oh my God, I had been listening to you for three years in my car. But in the six weeks that I actually did Abundant Ever After, I completely changed my life. Like, yeah, of course you did. Because mm-hmm. you're making a decision. When you're co-signing this transaction, you're co-signing your transformation. This is an insurance policy that you're paying to yourself to be accountable to actually take this and now do something with it. So it's so awesome that you do all the things that you do. Really, it's so generous and so cool. And you deserve all the money you're making and 10x over and over and over. And you will. So tell us about the subconscious reprogramming. Let's throw some of the biggest rocks out there. What do we understand about reprogramming the subconscious mind, especially as it relates to wealth and abundance? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So our subconscious mind is what's running our lives on autopilot and it will continue to run our lives on autopilot until we take awareness of what's happening and we decide, okay, I like how my life is going. Let's just keep it going or I want to make changes. So, you know, as we've been talking about, I've made so many changes in wealth and what's possible for me over the years with my subconscious. So for example, even through the pandemic, even through having two kids, even through being sleep deprived, and even through either taking time off of work completely or just working very little just because of kids and and so much going on, we've continued to have six-figure months from September 2019 until now. Like, that's a lot of up and downs with pandemic and everything like that, you know, so I can support my team and so we can keep helping people go through the certification and keep getting all of those great results. And a big part of that is because I reprogram my subconscious, right? I reprogram my subconscious to say that can be totally normal. Something that used to seem huge to me, Like, I remember the first time I decided I want to have 100K a month. I was like, how the heck am I going to do it? It seems huge to me. And now that's my new normal. Even when I don't work or I work like an hour or two a week, we're still hitting that, right? And I I don't want to say someone can just like quit their job tomorrow and get there. But it's like when you do the subconscious work and then you take the action based on that, that's very, very possible for you, right? And so why this is so important is because if you don't reprogram the subconscious, you don't reprogram your mindset the way that you think about money, reaching a new level is always going to feel like a struggle. It's going to feel hard. It's going to feel like you're scraping. It's going to feel like you're, you're reaching, right? And so essentially how we were raised from ages zero to seven, what can also be in our DNA from past lives or past generations, that is what's helping us live out our everyday. And in so many ways, our subconscious programming is great because that's how we can wake up in the morning and remember to eat and brush our teeth and go to work and and do all, all those different things. But if we have subconscious programming that says rich people are bad, I can never be rich person because they're bad or it's really hard to make money or there's only a certain amount of money. So if I take it, if I have some that I'm taking away from someone else other than which is different than the reality of there's literally more money being printed every day. If we have those subconscious programs, we will take away from our own success. So that's what happens when we say, no, 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 I'm not going to charge you for that. Or I'm going to give you a 75% discount because I'm not worth it. Or I'm afraid to be a rich person because I might lose love from my family or people might throw shade at me if I have that Ferrari. I don't want to be too loud or anything like that. And so it's so important to change those programs because then we're changing our actions and our energy that we live out on autopilot and our results that we get easily. And of course, 
course, if you want to create wealth, you want it to come easily. Why not do the work to allow it to come to you on autopilot? It's so good. It's so delicious. And these are such important conversations to have, especially women, right? Mm -hmm. I think that there's no secrets in energy, right? So it's like when people look at you and me, first of all, everyone is going to be responsible for how they perceive everything. So you could be yeah. the sweetest, most delicious plum in the world. And somebody like, I don't like plums. And that's, that's just their subjective like opinion. But I think that it's pretty obvious for the people who are our people that you can tell the two of us are pretty nice, kind, good people or good moms. We like each other. We like the world. Right. And so to see women who can be in integrity and also doing hundred K months, this is like a really important game changing conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh wait, I don't have to, it doesn't have to cost me my integrity to make a lot of money. It's like, no, that's a subconscious program. That's what we're saying. And, and for me, it went from like hundred K months to 500 K months to seven figure months. And people will be like, whoa, how did you do that? And what I will say is there is a vibrational imprint that each of us makes. And that is literally what everyone else is receiving from us. Mm -hmm. And so you may notice, for instance, that you have, let's say you have two girlfriends and they're both really beautiful. They're both attractive. But one of them always seems to date a guy who's very kind to her. And the other one doesn't. And you're like, hmm, yeah, when I go to set this one up, I just kind of think of like this other person is like a match for her based mm -hmm. on her resonance, mm -hmm. right? Like you wouldn't like bring Kate Middleton to McDonald's. I'm going to take her to the peninsula and get tea because you could just feel it, right? My point is there is no secret in the resonance, you could wear any clothes and you can say what you want and have your hair a certain way. People walk away with your energy. What's the match? What's the vibration? Yeah. So that is a real, real, like net, net, that's what's up, right? And so there's a cleanness to you going first. You go first. How much can you really allow in? And I'll do this work with women especially, and I'll be like, how would it feel to you? If you were written, someone wrote you a check for $5 million and they're like, Ooh, my stomach, I felt a little nauseous. I'm like, yeah, why? It's just energy. You're just a conductor of it. Cause currency comes from the word current, which means to keep flowing. Mm -hmm. Not about you. The second you have it, you're giving it away immediately. It's in a bank account underwriting people's mortgages and college loans. So mm -hmm. how much can you allow to come through you? It's not about you as separate. This is why what she, what Reese is saying about reprogramming your mind, because if you know, there's only one, just this infinite infinity sign, why would you not allow more to pass through you, pass through you into the collective? So once I got that more and more, it was like, there's no end to how much my soul could give. Therefore, there's no end to how much my soul can receive. But my ego that's a different story. So yeah. people want to know, how do you begin to reprogram these things? Yeah. You know, as I was driving here, I got this flashback and I felt like I'm just now, I just realized, I think I meant to talk about this on this podcast. So I got a flashback of when my mom was recovering from breast cancer and she had gone through chemo. 
and she would wear this red wig and she went to go work at Tim Hortons, which is the American equivalent of Dunkin' Donuts, just to get by, just to make ends meet. And I sent my mom a voice note today on my drive here, just reminding her how strong she is because going through all of that, I'm like getting emotional, but like going through all of that and still showing up to work, you know, just trying to make ends meet as best as she could, even in all that pain, like this conversation is just reminding me because you're talking about being a mom too. We'll do everything for our kids. We'll do everything to like make sure that they can, can get by and, and be successful and be t- taken care of. And no matter what you choose, whether you choose to make a hundred K a month or seven figures a month, or you're, you're working at a coffee shop, like you have to work hard, right? She was working hard. It's not like you have to work hard to make money, but it's like, if you're showing up, you might as well show up at that higher level rather than showing up in a place that that's not serving you. Right. Or that, that is really hard. It's like, look, you're going to be present anyway. So exactly. And actually when I was working for that guy who was selling the commercial real estate, you know why? Cause a friend of mine said to me, if you're going to spend eight hours working a job, she's like, you can either sell, you can go to the Rolls Royce Aston Martin store. And exactly. Or you can go to Bloomingdale's and sell shoes. And I was like, forget the Aston Martin. I'm going to work for the guy that's selling a $300 million shop. Exactly. That's that- what I'm trying to get across. I got it, Reese. You're doing Thank great. Thank you. Mom is gorgeous and incredible. And I'm so glad that you brought her into the conversation. Yeah. So let's talk a little more about reprogramming the subconscious mm-hmm. mind. And P.S., Reese has a program and a whole bunch of programs where she helps you do this. And I have a program called Abundant Ever After, which we both do this in different ways and they're not mutually exclusive. And Reese has a whole certification that she allows for people to have. So there's more to it, but let's see if we can start diving in a little bit deeper. So how I like to start it off is literally by asking yourself, what would I ask for if I knew the answer was going to be yes? So get clear on what it is that you want right? And if what it is that you want is different than what you have now, then it's just clear that you need to make a few changes on what's happening with your subconscious programs. So I love how you said you asked one of your clients, like, if someone gave you $500,000 right now or $5 million right now, how do you feel? And they said, Oh, I feel that tightness in my stomach. That is a clear sign right there that you're programmed to think that there's stress around that or there's discomfort around that or it's going to be hard or whatever it is. So start to pay attention to the difference between where you want to be and where you are now. And that's going to give you some awareness of the programs that have to change. So once you gain that awareness, then you can start to reprogram them. And so there's so many amazing tools to do that. So in the Yes Supply Method, we teach hypnosis. Hypnosis is a powerful tool where you can put yourself into the right brainwave state to recreate those programs. So from ages zero to seven, we're living our life in the alpha or or the theta brainwave state. And that's why we learn so easily. If you want to repro, like, let's say you grew up around people who said, oh yeah, a million dollars, that's a lot of money. If you want to reprogram that hypnosis puts you back into those same brainwave states. And then you can tell yourself a new story that you're totally capable of making a million dollars or you're totally deserving of making a million dollars. You can do more good in the world 
or, or whatever it is and reprogramming those things that it is that you want to believe. Another incredible tool for reprogramming is called neural energetic wiring. So we use NLP tools and then we layer it over my manifestation method. So even though we speak in words, we think in these packages of picture sounds and feelings. So if I get you to think about doing a public speaking engagement, everyone who thinks about that, you instantly get a picture of you doing a public speaking engagement. For for one, you might see yourself on the stage. For another person, you might see yourself getting ready. For one person, you might see yourself with an amazing presence, being so confident. For another person, they might see themselves scared and forgetting what to say and messing up those words, right? And so those pictures that are happening within our mind, those are going to dictate how we act. If you have a picture of yourself being confident and knowing exactly what to say, you're going to be a very different public speaker than if you have a picture of yourself shaking and people throwing tomatoes and you forgetting what to say. So with NLP and, and with the methods that we teach that are trauma-sensitive and also science-backed, we help you take those pictures in your mind and actually shift them into pictures that are more supportive for you. And those pictures are what I like to call a holographic filing cabinet. That's how we actually store our habits, what we believe about the world, what we believe about ourselves. And so changes that might take the average person years to make, we can actually start to make those changes in a single session because we're not it's not like you go to a restaurant and you're ordering from the waiter that speaks a different language. We're actually speaking the language of the mind with these pictures. Another powerful tool is neural energetic encoding. So we go back to the root cause of self-sabotage, the root cause of a negative or, or limiting emotion or negative or limiting belief. And we uproot it right from the root so that you can release what's not serving you and reprogram in what does work. So a big part of it is really just being aware of what programs are not serving you, writing them down or getting clear on them or working with them with your coach and then programming in what does serve you to take that place. And once that's programmed in the subconscious mind, now you don't have to think about it or force yourself to act in a certain way. You just kind of show up and you're like, I want to do that live stream. I got that idea for that million dollar product. I feel more confident leading that team member or whatever it is. And you start to, like you said, shift your energy and things start to become attracted to you as well. It's so good what you're saying. And you, you said so much. I would just add to it that it's the becoming conscious of when you go unconscious. Yes. It's so key. And then also, and I love how you said that. I haven't heard it that way where you said, when we think of something, it's a combination. It's a package. Yes. It's, picture. It's, it's, it's a whole bunch of things that come together. Mm -hmm. And one thing I would add to it is also a chemical in the body. And so thoughts are not contained in the mind. Yes. A thought, you feel a feeling and you feel a feeling because your brain literally drips an internal pharmacy. It either gives you a shot of cortisol or it gives you a shot of serotonin or dopamine. And then your cells start to feel wired into a certain vibrational, emotional addiction. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we do in our program is to be conscious of that and then change how you actually feel physically. So you start to feel a higher elevation. You start to feel more joy, more gratitude. 
And then you get internally, you get a drip of this internal pharmacy. You get a little bit of this potency of dopamine. And all of a sudden you become more energy and less matter. Your brain waves change. They go into a coherent mm-hmm. pattern. Now you have more space. Now you're out of the fight or flight. Now you're in creativity. Now you're in receptive mode. Other people will perceive you as being less resistant, which means out of the blue, there's going to be offerings, collaborations, ways in which you now dance with the world differently because you're not in resistance. And we don't even notice how quickly we go into a subconscious pattern which puts us physically into a lower state. And it's amazing how much codependency exists in this because when you said, you called it out, you said, Catherine, when you said that your client felt nauseous at a certain valuation, right? You're like, that's how you can find there's a subconscious program running there. And then you started to list some of the ones that might be there. Like what will people think? All of it to me boils down to the egos feeling mm-hmm. worthiness around having to earn it. So that's not, it's not clean because you want to be liked because you think that being liked has to do with condition because you think that it's up to you that you need to somehow try to control how people think of you or perceive you, which yeah. you'll never be able to control that when you let that go. And you know, everyone's going to come in and out of contrast, however they do. I'm just going to do me to the best that I can. That's a huge piece of overcoming all this stuff around money. Do you see that with women and charging money and having wealth? And how do you help them to overcome that? Totally. One of the things that I realized is, especially with women, we get taught somehow that we need to be humble, right? If you get the A plus or you snap back into your body after you have the baby or you make a ton of money or whatever it is, you have to be humble. Don't talk about that. People aren't going to like you. One of the things I actually realized is this is hurting us so much because when we're humble, that encourages gatekeeping. If you don't know that I've made six figures or a million dollars, how am I ever going to teach you how I've done it? How am I ever going to help you do it as well, right? If we're not talking about our successes, we can't actually help other people create those same successes too. So it's so important for us to be able to talk about it. And like you said, whether we're lying about how great we are or we're lying about how not great we are because we're playing small or we're humbling ourselves, we're trying to change other people's perception of us so that they like us or they'll accept us or whatever it is. So you know what that is? That's not humility because that's egocentric. Right. The soul isn't trying to be controlling and get approval from everybody else because there's only one self. You love everybody and you have room for them to love you back and it's all unconditional. That's the ego's protective survival skill that's like, wait, if I actually have this illusion somehow of imposter or who I am, then I'll be liked. It's like, that's coming from fear and fear Mm -hmm. is separate from grace. That's not receptivity. That's not you being in the infinite. That's not you as an extension of the infinite, you know, godliness. It's something else. I actually, I did some work on that because that was something that was a struggle for me, celebrating my successes and being loud about my successes. And so what happened was when I did this inner work, I went back into a past life where 
it was actually like the depression or it was sometime where everyone was poor and I had gone to school wearing a brand new dress and I got beat up for wearing the brand new dress. Yeah. And so in that past life, what I learned was if I have nice things, I'm going to get hurt. And I brought that into this lifetime with me. And so it's definitely a work in progress. I wouldn't say I'm perfect at it yet, but releasing that releasing that idea that I get hurt if I have good things or for anyone listening, releasing the thing that people will hate you or hurt you. If you have good things, that's going to make it that much easier for you to celebrate your successes and own your successes too. I like to think about it is there's never been an Eagle or a redwood tree that is like, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want to fly so high. No, no, because they don't have an ego. So they're like, I want to be as tall and as beautiful and as egoless Mm -hmm. in receptivity and just be in awe and just be in grace. And it's interesting. I heard Esther Hicks saying that we don't do this physically, meaning to say, if you have physical well-being for eight days in a row, you don't say, you know what? I've had eight days where I haven't had a headache. I haven't had a backache. I don't have nausea. Clearly I'm probably holding somebody else's well-being from them. Mm -hmm. I should feel horrible because if I felt bad, if I felt sick, someone else could have access to physical Mm -hmm. well-being. Never say that Mm -hmm. because we have a belief that physical health is something everyone could access, be independent, irrespective if somebody else is feeling physically healthy. Mm -hmm. However, when it comes to well-being in terms of thriving, right? Having more than enough so that you can fly, you can eat, you can breathe, you could even take a vacation. It's like, oh, God forbid, because if I am thriving, my thriving clearly is keeping somebody else from thriving, as if that's possible, as if it's not the opposite, right? Mm -hmm. It's been such a gift to talk with you. Tell everybody where they can find you and follow along and work with you and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So we post pretty much every day. I post some behind the scenes of my life too on my Instagram. So you can follow me at Yes Supply on Instagram. Also for any longer information on EFT or hypnosis, our meditations, we put out really great content on my YouTube channel. So if you're wanting to learn more about all of the subconscious and science stuff, then definitely follow along on YouTube. And then of course our website at Yes Supply, you can learn more about our programs and the Yes Supply Method coaching certification. Oh, it's so good. And you're such a beautiful conductor of light. You really are. You're such a warm, vibrant, beautiful presence. And it's so fun to know you and to have this conversation. And we should do more of this. Thank you, everyone. So another thing that we did after this Instagram Live with Reese was a little Q&A with some people in our program. And a lot of good stuff was shared. So I want to give you a little sneak peek of what happened in that coaching session. Take a listen. Hi, Michelle. Tell us what you're thinking. What's your question? Hi there. Thanks everyone. I'm curious about distractions because I think like a lot of us on this call, I I actually have a full-time job and we're going down this journey. I'm super excited. And while we're manifesting and moving in the right direction, I'm also getting these pulls and I'm trying to really discern between a distraction and a opportunity So I'll just be forthcoming with everyone. In the midst of all of this, I actually went to resign a month ago from my very big corporate job and said, guys, I've had this big awakening and epiphany. I'm moving in this new direction. I'm super excited. 
And I was actually worried they were going to be extremely disappointed uh, and mad. And instead, they were extremely disappointed and then offered me a bigger job. (laughs) And so I sat there going, okay, this is super exciting and actually much more aligned with my skills and elevates me even higher and gives me a lot more impact with people. So they heard me, but it also feels like a huge distraction. In fact, it's been for me the last four weeks since this happened, sort of sidetracking me to getting through a lot of my coursework. And so I feel this and I'm wondering for anybody else, Reese or Kathy, when you are going through this process of manifesting and these things happen that were not anticipated, how do you discern where you're supposed to go and where you get where you go next. I feel very conflicted and believe you me, I've had a lot of conversations with God over the last 30 days. So beautiful. Reese, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. So I'm going to preface this by saying, you know, if someone gives you advice and you take the advice, you're always the one who has (laughs) to live with that outcome. So, you know, hear what I have to say, hear what Kathy has to say, but you got to make this decision from inside of you because This is your future. But the first thing I would say is oftentimes if it feels like a distraction, it's probably because it is a distraction. Something's trying to, hey, this is a distraction. It's trying to alert you of it. And that's what your intuition is. And I've been in a very similar position where I had something. I don't want to give away which company it was because I don't know if there's like non-disclosures or whatever, but there was something that was pulling my heart to go in a certain direction. So I went to resign and a certain company offered me $10,000 to stay. And then if I stayed past a few certain months, then they would offer me another $10,000. And at the time for me, that was like a billion, (laughs) billion dollars. And um, also tried to convince me that where I was going is there any security there? Is there this? Is there that? And even though I heard all of these voices, I decided to go with the decision that seemed crazy, but seemed like my heart was pulling me in that direction. And I'm a thousand times grateful that I did. And so again, you know, you got to make the decision that's right for you. But a lot of the time, if our intuition is saying it's distraction, it is because that might be pulling you off of where your soul actually wants you to go. Thank you. That was so beautiful, Reese. And before I answer, I want to hear what you're going to say, because you don't take as much time to talk as I do. (laughs) So good what you say. We don't, we love it. You know, it's interesting. I feel like there are no wrong decisions ever. Yeah, that's true. And so even if you make a decision in one moment, like you feel that call to maybe not listen to that beautiful intuition like Reese is talking about, there's a gift in that for you in where you're being led from that moment. And so sometimes what happens is we make a decision and then we panic about whether that decision was right, or we look for all of the evidence about why that decision maybe wasn't the best for us or how it's holding us back or how it's this. And we wind up using whatever it is as the reason for our misalignment. And at the end of the day, that's always what it comes down to. Like Kathy said, we're either in the stream or we're out of the stream. We're in or we're out. We will never live in a world where there are zero hurricanes. There is going to be life that happens around us. And we can always find the eye of that storm. It's a choice to find the eye of that storm. And it doesn't mean you have to stay forever with whatever decision you made. But it's about, ooh, how do I find my center 
in the space that I'm in? How do I not feel like I'm a victim to the circumstances around me, but I recognize how much appreciation maybe I could have for what's going on, what this is awakening in me through this contrast on a higher level so that I even more have even more clarity than I might have had if I didn't make this decision about where I really want to go. And then the more you can stay in that stream and not feel like life is happening to you, the more everything you need to bump into is just going to show up in your world. And what all that I would add here is that I find it fascinating and Colleen and I were talking about this a few days ago that very often, I mean, it's so often that it's, it's hard to believe there really is no problem and we're making a problem where there isn't one. And it's because we are addicted to finding ways to not be in motion. And so we'll be like, but there's a distraction. There's a, this, that is literally life, right? There's constantly, if we allow it to, There's constantly 15 different things that could be the reason why we feel distracted. But let me say this to you. When you're super duper creative, we were talking about Jim Henson. I guarantee you, and I happen to be friends. It's a little bit of a cheat because I happen to be friends with Lisa Henson. So I know his family a little bit and he has five kids and they're all amazing. He was doing a thousand things. There's only expansion. Meaning when you're in the vibration of just like, let's go, you're going to keep planting seeds in all different places and some will pop up over here and it doesn't slow you down and some pop and it's all like, that was fun. That was interesting. And it's like, let's move here. Oh, that didn't seem like it worked. Now I'm going to move over here. Now I'm doing this. I've got three burners on the stove at the same time, but this one's boiling. So it's obvious now I'm going all in over here. It's like, what is the problem, right? Like as we're literally talking, no joke, as we just said that, as you're talking to me right now at 1124, I happen to just look at my email. I just get an email right now from the president of the Jim Henson company. Just now, just now, just as we're talking. Why is that relevant? Well, it's kind of funny because it's like, we're talking about him and she's the president. It's not Lisa Henson. It's this woman who's the president of the company who I've known for a while. But why is that relevant? Cause right this second, I look down and she's like, Kathy Heller, the person who's going to head up our new children's TV department. I just sent her your music. I want to have another meeting about putting this as her first priority to turn your, your curriculum, your mindfulness, your all this stuff into a TV show for children. And I'm like, I look at it and then you're talking to me at the same time, right? Cause Reese answered you. I saw that pop up. I clicked on it and you're talking. Why is that exactly the same thing? Because I have no idea. Is that an alignment? I don't know. Should I waste time on that? Or is it not a waste of time? I have a podcast right now. I'm working on, I met with this woman who runs Fox television last night, talking about a syndicated talk show. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about any of it. I'm like, great, let's work on that. Great, let's work. I'm so in trust that the things that I'm chasing that are meant for me will chase me back and everything else will melt away and it's all helpful, right? Because I go over here and have a conversation. I go, ooh, I just had a third conversation. That's not feeling good. Or, oh my gosh, I can do that and I can do this because let's also be real. We make things so black and white. If I do this, I could never do this. What are you talking about, right? Like Sarah Blakely is like, she's doing 15 things at one time. And you know why she can do it? Because she's just not scrolling her phone seven hours a day. She's just so freaking pumped. I'm so in love with being creative that I'm busy. 
So no, I don't have as many lunches with my girlfriends. No, I don't spend as much time walking around the mall. But today I, I bought some Uggs. I just added it to cart. But my point <laughs> it's like, but my point is, it's like, what are we worried about? What's the distraction? Just be creative. How do you know what's gonna pop anyway? So I think there's no I love problem. This. I love this. I, I actually didn't think you were gonna say that. So I'm grateful that you did. Because there is this part of me that is so excited about the possibility, but then also thinking, I'm never going to get this off. I've got so much I want to do. And there is part of me that totally believes, like, if it's something I'm aligned with, it's going to work. And if it doesn't, it'll be obvious. So why not just say yes and then see what happens? It's totally going to work. And by the way, Marianne Williams had said to me, when we are even fully who we're supposed to be. We don't even scratch the surface of what we're capable of doing because we think it's all earned energy. No, energy in and of itself does all the heavy lifting. Because guess what? If you do decide to create a foundation or you do decide to write a children's book, it's like we are a live wire. There is no problem. And then you know what we do? We forget that we really are energy itself. And we go, I have to make decisions. I don't know how to make a decision. What's a distraction? What? So now we're taking all of the momentum of our energy and trying to make a decision that can't be made. So it's no, it's the answer is yes. And keep going, do it, move, right? Enjoy your life. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. How incredible. Okay. I want to thank Michelle for letting us share that moment with all of you. I think a lot of us get worried about whether we're taking steps towards the right path, but we have to recognize that every step of the way is a gift. You can all give Michelle some love. Her Instagram is at Michelle Rios one. That's Michelle with two L's Rios, R-I-O-S, and the number one. All right, here are the takeaways. Number one, say yes to yourself. Number two, there's no secret Bible to success. It's just about getting back up from failure, being willing to figure things out as you go, and wanting to solve a really big problem and serving others. Number three, it's important for us to monetize because that gives us space to be able to create it, innovate, grow, and share with all those people who need it. Number four, if you're going to put your heart and soul into a product or service, make it significant in people's lives because it'll be that much more significant to them to go through it, to learn from it to do the work and to get the results. Number five, there's no end on how much your soul could give. Therefore, there's no end to how much your soul can receive. Number six, ask yourself, what would I ask for if I knew the answer was going to be yes? Pay attention to the difference between where you want to be and where you are now. That will give you the awareness of the programs that have to change. Number seven, there are no wrong decisions. There's a gift in wherever you're being led from that moment. And number eight, why not say yes and see what happens? Thank you so much for listening to this show. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you and how much I appreciate all your love and all your support. We have so many great episodes that are coming up. So please follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. And if you got something out of this episode, share it. Text it to someone. Text them the link or post about it on your Instagram. If you wanted to post about it, you can tag me at Kathy.Heller. You can tag Reese. She's at Yes Supply. I know that she would love to see that you were enjoying this conversation. And the last thing is we are now taking applications for 2023's Mastermind. If you want to really take it all to the next level, if you're just feeling like, yes, I want to be inside a container with a group of women who are just allowing in the next level and nothing else. We do become the people that we spend time with and the coaching that happens in there and the way in which everybody is just reprogramming their subconscious mind and allowing for whole new worlds to shift inside their, in their life is just 
it's jaw dropping and it's what everybody really craves. I think that we have really hit the nail on the head when it comes to creating the most high end, beautiful, luxurious, incredibly inspiring container that you could ever wish for. If you want to apply for the mastermind, go to kathyheller.com slash mastermind, which will then indeed give you the ability to book a one-on-one call with me. I'll be choosing 20 of you to get those calls on the books right away. The rest of you who apply, I'll be getting those calls with you as soon as possible. But this is the best way to get a free one-on-one call with me to talk about your goals for 2023. So go ahead and apply now. I love you so much. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you soon. It starts as a whisper and turns into a roar. It's a courage, it's a fire you never knew you had before. Shut